So, let's talk about supporting independent media. For only $1 a month, you can help finance the Elisa the Yarnista podcast at patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's only 25 cents per show. Go now to patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Elisa the Yarnista and sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon-only content like our pre- and post-shows, behind-the-scenes looks, and special unused footage. And if we reach our $100 per month goal, we'll schedule a monthly live online hangout for all of our patrons. That's patreon.com slash Lisa the Yarnista. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Elisa the Ernista podcast. This is episode number 102 on Sunday, August 20th, 2017. Going old school on this one. Thank you for joining us, everybody. My name is Mike, also known as Big Mike. Mike, sometimes known as Mr. Yarnista on the blog, when there's a blog post that goes up about me, which is not very frequent. Every Well, there isn't a blog post that goes up very frequently frequently either. Every every two or three months, something yeah, goes up there. I, I feel guilty and do it out of guilt i need to <laughs> i need to start doing it because i want to do it it's hard when you don't when you don't do it all the time yeah. it's yeah you get out of uh out of practice yeah and that other person talking by my side as always is is elisa the yarnista herself elisa how are you doing today i'm really warm really i am surprised to hear you say that i, I did not think that was going to be an issue today no it's, I saw the, the temperature today and thought, wow, it's going to be really warm doing the podcast. So Yeah, there's no good way to keep this room cold because all nope. afternoon the sun kind of spins right around and shines on it. And uh, even with the windows open, it doesn't help a whole lot. But you know what? We're here and we're going to suffer through it for all of you listening to this because we all we love you so much. And we appreciate that you take the time and, and, you, and you listen to us and spend your free time, what little free time you have, listening to us on the podcast. Yes. What was that? Was that a hiccup? Yes. Or, was that a hiccup or a burp? That was waiting for you to say something. Oh. About how much we enjoy and I, love the people that listen to this show. Well, we do love and enjoy the people that listen to this show. I thought <laughs> you were you looked like you were gonna like you were you were doing having some bodily function like a burp or a hiccup or something. And you have to talk about that <laughs> for everybody. We couldn't keep that between us on this side of the microphone. That you had to bring it up yeah. so that everybody knows. Keeping it that real. I'm drinking a beer. And burping, but turning That's my microphone down so not, nobody can hear. <laughs> That's just being polite so I don't have to actually hear it. Exactly. Doesn't mean it's not happening. I'm being polite. You are being impolite by bringing it up and trying to embarrass me in front of all of Keeping our millions real. of fans. Millions. They're fine. They probably drink beer and burp, too. Maybe. Oh, and then as soon as we start, Raul's going to start chewing on his toenails. I don't know what this is all about. He doesn't normally do that unless we're in here. So I don't, there's a whole routine he has or something. I don't know what it is. He was doing it last night, too. When oh, we was went he? To bed. Yeah. Ah, okay. So thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, as always, we do encourage you to shop locally. But if you're going to do some shopping online, which we all do from time to time, make sure you go to elisathearnista.com, which is Elisa's blog. Over on the right-hand side, you can click on some Amazon affiliate banner link pictures over there. Do that. That'll take you to Amazon and uh, your shopping experience is exactly the same. Nothing changes. They don't jack up the price or anything like that. However, when you put stuff in your cart and then when you check out, there's a possibility that Amazon will uh, give a little commission to us here at the show, which allows us to upgrade our equipment and pay for web hosting and uh, our internet so we can upload the podcast and all that kind of good stuff. Um, it really does help us out uh, when you do that. And again, it's a free way. Nothing, uh, no cost to you whatsoever. If you would like to participate in the program, you can uh, send us an email, podcast at elisathearnista.com. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, anything that you would like to, to do or not do or say or not say, or Mike, shut up and let Elisa talk more about knitting or uh, whatever, let us know. We want feedback on the show. What do you want to hear? Uh, what do you not want to hear? What do you like? What do you don't like? We'll Mike's take the burps. feedback. Nobody wants to hear Mike's nobody, burps. And, and then nobody did. Until you brought it up, and now everybody knows. Thanks a lot, Elisa. You're welcome. That, 
<laughs> okay, after all that, that's what we get. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. So I think we're going to go here now. Let's talk about what you've been knitting recently. Um, how about what I'm working on? That might be better than what I've been knitting. Because I'm working what? on, I'm working on, I haven't finished anything because I haven't hardly well, knitted all last week. I haven't finished anything, but what are you working on? I'm not really knitting on much of anything right now. You own a yarn shop and you're a knitting celebrity and you haven't been knitting? I've been working on classes. Oh, okay. It's that time of year. It is that time of year. So, um, I, well, I've been doing planning. So, um, I, well, in case some you haven't heard, and I mean, if you don't have a Ravelry account, you well, one need to get one, and two, you should go see what's out there. Even I have a Ravelry account. Yeah, I haven't um, been in there in several months, but I have one. Go look at the top patterns, and uh, Andrea Mowry is back at it with another fade because you know you can never have enough fades. Apparently not. So um, she is back with what the fade um, this time. It is her first um, mystery knit along. Cool. So um, I'm doing it, and I picked out my colors this week. All the Malabrigo sock arrived, and it is on the website. So, so has, has the knit-along like, actually started yet? Nope. Or, okay. August 31st. Oh, okay. So I sent a newsletter out yesterday, and it was kind of fun because I, I said in the newsletter, if you um, want to pick out colors and or if you want me to help you pick out colors, I'm happy to do it. Sure. Just send me an email. Tell me kind of what you like, and I will put some together for you, and I can take a picture and email it to you. And I've had a couple of people email me. So I sent Neat. a couple combinations off to someone today, and hopefully I'll hear back. But, yeah, it's, it's fun. My colors are totally not what anybody would think. So I'll post a picture of them pretty soon. They're, uh, I don't think I've even seen your no, colors yet. Okay. No, no one person has. One, ooh, yeah. somebody fancy. I had one, I, well, I had somebody helping me unpack the order. Got so, it. of course, she ended up going home and helped me pick out colors, too. Sure. So, yeah, because that's what we need are more projects. Not gray or green or brown, I assume, then? No. Are any of those in there at all? There might be green, but I don't think it's, no, Not I don't think so. Not your normal foresty natural green? It's like a fluorescent green? No. Oh. I don't remember what they are, but they're bright. Okay. They're fun. So, yeah. So, that is that starts August 31st, and I'm always nervous about the Mystery Knit Alongs. We talked about this, and I feel like I want to wait like a clue or two to make sure that it's something I'm going to invest my time in because I don't have like a whole lot of time. I mean, maybe wait until the second clue to see what kind of what it's looking like, but I kind of want to just trust her and just go for it. But, I think you should. But I don't have a lot of time. So if I no. spend a bunch of time knitting for two weeks and I'm like, well, this is not going to work out right, then I have other stuff I need to do. I have sweaters I need to finish. I have yeah. shop samples to knit. So we'll see. But you have to have some fun, too. You can't just every second of every day well, can't yes. be knitting but, shop samples. and. Right. Oh, no, that's fun. I know what I'm knitting. Okay. But if I spend two weeks knitting on it and then I, is, I don't like it, then that's not fun at all. That's the opposite of fun. But if you fun. have fun while you're doing it, that's No, not I'm so nervous bad. while I'm doing it. We'll, well see. Well, then there's no fun. And then why do it? Don't put yourself through that. It'll be it'll be fun in some way. <laughs> I'll wait a couple. I'll wait until the second clue comes out probably. So um, what else do I have going on? Uh, the So class planning. Uh, one of the things I've actually been kind of playing around with that I haven't actually finished anything with it, but I have been kind of like playing with stuff on the needles is um, one of the classes that's going to be coming up is in relation to the Coco Nicks, uh Sweater Workshop book. Um, so Julie Weisenberger is a uh, uh, Coco Knits, and she came from the garment industry and has been knitting for a very long time and has taken her approach to um, knitting top-down sweaters, top-down seamless sweaters, um, and she calls the Coco Knits method, um, and it's related to, I think it was, what is it? Um, English tailoring is what it, what it is. So, um, she has the book that teaches the entire method. There's several patterns in here. Um, and then she has some like more advanced patterns that she's releasing what is that English go with tailoring? it. So, I mean, without giving away too much of like what's in the book, um, but it's a way of creating a top down sweater that's going to have it, it sits better than even like a, 
it says better on the shoulders than even like a seamed sweater because the seams aren't like the seam line isn't right on the shoulder. It's kind of back a little bit behind the shoulder. So it gives hmm. a smoother look and there isn't the bulk right on top of the shoulder. Um, it looks like it has set in sleeves on this, but it does not. Hmm. So it's just, it's, it's the way of, it's, it's the way that, the, her technique for knitting and it's it's really fun and it's really magical so um there will be a workshop um for this on the next class roster for any of our sweater lovers neat but the books are um the books are available in our online shop and yeah the first what is it the book is really good too it talks a little bit about um uh, how to create, creating the illusion of balance and shape too. So it goes into that a little bit. So the front, like what third of the book probably is all about the technique and, um, and, uh, the different flattering fit and style. And then the second half is, or well, maybe the second, like third. Yeah. The second third or yeah, the second third, third is a, all of the patterns. And then the last section is about, um, modifying the fit. And then, um, she has a lot of techniques in here in the back of it. So yeah, that's about the, that's the last third. So there's a lot of information jammed in here. Yeah. So, um, but it's really fun. So that'll be on the next class and I'll talk more about that once the, once the class schedule is released. So, cause I have something kind of special coming up for it. Yeah. So, which you know about. I do. I know you the do. secrets. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's been, it's been really fun. So it's, uh, it's a, it's a really, it's a really fun approach. If you like top down sweaters, but if you like knitting top down sweaters, but you like the fit better of a sweater that has set in sleeves, this is a really good, really good kind of uh compromise for you. And the way that things are, the way that it's constructed, it has really, really good structure. Neat. So, Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm working on. I'm still working on my Opal Advent socks. I haven't done much on those. I have been knitting on those this week, though. I like, think we can put those on the back burner for a while. There's not much to say, it seems like. I'm just knitting on them? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say that in a very interesting way from week to week yeah. for a year. They kind of like, just go everywhere with me because they're yeah. like just taking the... Sure. Throw them in my car or throw them in my bag project whenever I go anywhere. and You got to have that project. Yep, and they're perfect because I'm doing a... I'm not even placing waste yarn for the afterthought heel. I'm just knitting to a certain length and doing the toe and then starting the next one. And I'm going to put all the heels in at the same time. I'll figure that out and figure out placement on them later. Yep. Have a heel party, probably. A heel party? I don't know what for that is. For yourself? Yeah, just just by myself. That, that's not much of a party. If you do it right. You think so? I don't know. <laughs> I want to be invited to that party. I want to see what that's like. Oh, you know what? I, I should teach you how just to knit heels and then you can put the heels in all my socks. That doesn't sound like much fun. Yeah, probably not. No, I can. I'll try, I guess. But you would get the satisfaction of finishing multiple projects for me. That's true. Although there was a, at one point a, a, the idea of setting up a, setting up a service where I would just weave in ends mm-hmm. and do that for everybody at the shop, which that might not be too bad. I could probably handle that. That sounds sounds like something I could probably manage. Until your eyes get worse. Why? My eyes are fine. Okay. Yeah. I buy glasses. You wear glasses. What's the difference? I thought your eyes were shifting. Shifting? A little bit, a little bit where it's harder to see here now. Well, yeah. Everybody goes through that eventually. Yeah. You're going to need some... You're going to need to wear my old lady glasses to weave in your ends. That's what I said. I'll get glasses. I don't care. So. Getting older does not bother me at all. No. You just made fun of my old lady glasses. No, I didn't. I just said I would get some. I don't care. You used to make fun of my old lady glasses. Sometimes I do, but in this instance, I did not. They help a lot. Yeah. You should have seen me last night. Why? I couldn't see what I was doing, and then I had the brilliant idea of going and getting my glasses. Well, imagine that. <laughs> it was terrible. You should have like eight pairs just randomly around the house, so you've oh, always got them yeah. with you. It was awful. I'm like, I can't see what I'm doing. Why is this so hard? And then I got my glasses. I'm like, oh, my God, I can see so good. Imagine that. It's terrible. <laughs> well, it's tough when I don't wear them all the time. Yeah. Because And I don't want to, like, leave them on top of my head all the time because they get dirty and kind of sure. gross. And I don't want to, like, take them off and leave them somewhere, especially my readers. They're not 
they're not. No, you've got good ones. I have really expensive readers, so they're prescription ones. So, um, yeah, so I don't want to accidentally leave them somewhere. So, yeah, I need to get better at just putting them on and not being so, because I can see well enough. It's just difficult. Well enough. Like, well enough. I can get the job done. Yeah. Yeah. It just is hard. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, that's all I'm really working on. I feel like I need to knit some more baby things, but that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that'll come. Yeah. So. So that's it? That's, yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> well, that's all that was on the list. That's not all that's on the list, Lisa. Up there? Yeah, it is. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things. No, those things with the asterisks. I don't talk about those. What? Where did that That's been going on forever. That's been going on forever. You didn't tell me about that. Oh, is that why you always look at me funny? (laughs) You're like, that's it? And I'm like, yeah, that's it. Why don't you believe me? Yeah, if there's an asterisk by it, it's on hold. It's on a back burner. It's hibernating. I should get a frog. Ooh. Ooh. I should get a frog um it. a frog emoji like on like on Ravelry. Or no, uh, uh, I don't know what is the thing for hibernating? A bear? I think it just says it's hibernating, but yeah, I should put a I should put a bear on there. Is there a way that I can put a bear on there? I probably would I don't be? know what it would be. <laughs> but now that you know what the well, asterisk is. Now that I is. know what that means. Yeah. Does that, so will those things ever come back? So, you know, we have to talk yeah. about our, our show prep here during the show because <laughs> apparently it doesn't happen. This is this has been the process for months, if not if over a year. you, not for me. I don't think I've ever seen the asterisk before. They've, they've been on there for a very long time. When was the last time I picked up, picked up my Wolf River? Well, that that's was a long time what ago. I've been starting to wonder. Yeah. Some of those things have been on there forever, and we never talk about it. Well, not forever. I cleaned off some of the stuff that had been on there forever. For actual, like literally forever, <laughs> since episode one. Some of it had been. All right. So, if you would like to purchase, well, no, not, that's not going to work this week. If you would like to sign up for classes, oh no, the Cocoa Knit Sweater Workshop. The book is on there. Oh well, go buy a book. Go to FireflyFibers dot com. Yeah. That is the local yarn shop that Elisa and I own here in Beaverdam, Wisconsin, which is where we live coincidentally you can go there buy all kinds of stuff you can buy some yarn you can buy some well, a coconuts book you can buy all kinds of cool stuff there uh make sure you put at least a hundred dollars worth of stuff into your cart because when you do that that qualifies you for free shipping and uh then you can get free shipping get free shipping <laughs> and give us money by buying things and get free shipping i still haven't worked out my whole spiel on that since the f-r-e-e-s-h-i-p went away and it's been several weeks already since that's happened but so go there it hasn't been that long though really it's been like two months at least no it hasn't no Uh -uh. uh-uh it's been barely over a month because it was it was the week we came back after it was that second week of july so it's been it so it's been at least a month at this it's point. It's been a month, yeah. But that's only four episodes. You got you get you gotta ease into it. Yeah, you have to make a change. I gotta figure that out. So anyway, go there, buy some things, and uh do some fun stuff. Yeah, the Coconut Sweater Workshop book is there. Um Melbrick Osaka's there. Um, like forty some colors I think we have in stock right now. Yeah. Um we have though the Haya Haya sock sets are back in stock now. Um, those are out of stock for quite a while, but those are all back in stock. Um, I have some of the cables on there. I'll get more of the highest stuff up there, hopefully this week or the following week. So, all right. So before we go any further, we're going to talk about Elisa, the artista is not only apparently you're really good at knitting, but you're a good painter. So I feel like that's okay. Maybe, maybe that's going a little too far, but so you did one of these and, and you have to like talk me through all of this because I've, I've seen people posting on Facebook and everywhere else that they're going and doing these paint nights. And it's usually a, a girl's night out thing where you go out and get wasted and, and paint. There was no getting wasted at this one. <laughs> okay. But that's, that's the idea is you go and you, you hang out and you paint some things. I know that like some people from work that I used to work with had did these on, on several occasions and they had like three or four paintings that they did sitting up at their desk at work. And at some point, like, what do you do with all this stuff? But you went to a place last night. Yeah. And I've done this before. This one was a little bit different because it wasn't on a canvas. It wasn't. um, So a lot of them, there's like a theme. You have to do 
the same thing. Like everybody's like, doing the same design. Like sure. the one that I did before was seen, like, yeah. it was all like, it was poppies is what we had to do. I know that, that one was interesting because everybody, everybody's looks so different, even though it was the same kind of idea. So that mm-hmm. one, everybody's was still different, but this one, um, this one we got there and you picked out a piece of wood, either, um, barn wood that's, um, like screwed together on the back, some pieces of, of like old barn wood, or, um, they were like one inch thick, probably like slabs from trees that still, they still had bark on the sides of them. So like if you took, if this was a tree and you cut it vertically and then cut, so they were like probably about, some of them were about foot and a half, two feet tall, and then like a foot and a half wide probably. Hmm. So we all had to, we got there and you had to go out and you had to sand it. So you had to take it and you could use the hand sander. I waited in line for the electric sander, which was. Well, sure. Yeah. It took you 20 seconds. Yeah. So, so I did, we, you sand it down and then, um, you do a base, a base coat and you, we use stencils. So they had like a whole entire table and like a filing thing full of stencils that you could pick from. So you could do whatever you wanted. They had, hmm. and they had several different examples of things that you could do. Um, so what I picked was um, some Queen Anne's lace because I was looking at it and thinking, oh, well, that's going to be pretty simple. It was so detailed and so many lines. Um, but I think it turned out okay. And, you know, when I, it's one of those things where you look at it and it does. It looks pretty simple and straightforward. Like, there's not a whole heck of a lot to it. But I imagine yeah. it's yeah more complicated than it looks for sure. Definitely, you have to be um, detail-oriented with it because yeah. it was, um, yeah. So I don't think it turned out awful. I mean, no, it looks good. I'm not going to be, like, embarrassed to, like, hang it on the wall or anything. But, yeah, I picked this one out because I like the, I like the knot in the middle of the wood. So, yeah, and it was kind of fun. The, the lady that was doing it, that she said, you know, if you, it doesn't matter if you, if you screw up. You just paint over it. You just do another base coat. I didn't do the base coat on mine all the way around. Yeah. I mean, it looks good. It looks, it looks rustic. Well, and that's what I wanted. You know, I, I like the color of wood, so. And people will be surprised to hear that the uh, the background is painted a green color. Yeah. Yeah. With white. And, with, it's, and, it's, and sure. it's very simple. Yeah. I'll post a picture on Instagram. Yeah. I was going to take a picture out on the front porch. I took one last night, but then it didn't it didn't turn out very good, so. Um but the the I went with a group of girls and they it was at the Horicon Marsh Event Center and the place that put it on is the Upper Barn Arts Company. I'm not sure where they're from. They do some stuff um, here in town, um, but they have a Facebook page. I don't know if they have a website or just a Facebook page. It says Facebook page for see our Facebook page for um, themes designs. Um, and then they have some class locations on here. But, um, yeah, it was kind of fun. Oh, hey, they have a painted glassware party, too. Hmm. Each class includes one wine or martini glass or coffee mug. Additional glassware is $3 each or bring your own glass. Assorted di- designs will be presented or bring your own ideas to class. This one was like a really free-form class because you could really do whatever you wanted. And they told everyone, if you don't like what's re- what's here then go on Pinterest and find something. And they had a computer there and they were printing stuff out. Um, So you had your base coat on and then so that you don't make a mess out of it and you Mm -hmm. do what you need to do. You take, put carbon paper down, put your template on top or put your, your design up on top and then just trace around it, trace around in the carbon paper and then fill it in. So you, you didn't do that freehand? No. Oh, it looks like it's just freehanded. Well, that's because I'm not great at it. Oh, what do you mean? it looks good. It look- I'm still having the. It, I feel it's 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 a lot like finishing a sweater. Like I when I, when I finish a sweater, we need to have some time apart because we have spent too much time together. Yeah, and I don't fully appreciate it. So, so what were some of the other designs that people had? Because 
I can some like, of these people should not have been there. They were just making the rest of us feel like poop because they were way too good. Like, well, but if you've got experience with with painting or drawing or whatever, you're gonna have an well advantage. My friend that was that that invited me, she did a B. And had like amazing shading on it, and I mean it was. But it was still a stencil. No, she did hers. She found a she found a drawing of a bee, I think, on Pinterest that she liked. Okay. So, so you didn't have she to use took a stencil. It. it was just available if you wanted it. Yeah, I had to use a stencil. Okay, I am not good at drawing. So this is very different than ones I've heard about because normally it's very organized, like you said. Everybody oh, was, does the same thing. It's like we there's had instructions. No idea what was going there's, on. So here's just kind of wide open. Here's the materials you guys go crazy and have fun. It was well, and I think they had a couple. She had helpers that got there late, so I think it was all just kind of. It was very just kind of up in the air. So did you like it that way, or did you prefer because you've done it before where it was more I the was, other way? I was. I didn't know where to start or what to do, so yeah. I just kind of looked around and we kind of figured it out. And I'm pretty self sufficient, so, and I've painted before, not yeah. like this, but. Yeah, it I've was. I've painted houses. It's, is it anything like that? It's a little different. A little di- okay. A little more detailed than that. All right. So, but yeah, it was, um, yeah, there, I, like, the variety of stuff that people did was just amazing. Let me see if I can find, um, we had a group picture taken and I'll, I'll post that somewhere. Um, well, we, I wish I would have seen all of this. Well, I just got it this afternoon. Uh, well, here, see, there's our group picture. They're all very different. They're all very different. Very, well, two of them are the same. So yeah, look at her and her bee. That isn't that that is That's a nice looking bee. It's a really nice bee, isn't yeah. it? And it's different than the one that she saw. I mean it's slightly different. But yeah, we did um it was a lot of fun. You probably can't I'll I'll post a picture. Yeah. But yeah, it was How would all, you post that picture? There and well and even like two of the girls, the two girls on the end, they both did the same design, but they yep. still look different because their shading of the sunset was sure. different. So yeah, we had oh and then yeah, the one girl she did she's like, Well, I want to do cone flowers. And so she did like cone flowers, like freehanded, blended the background and then put the cone flowers on there and then painted on a couple of bees and I'm like, I'm here with my little lines and my simple but that's yeah. what I wanted too. So yeah. Yeah, one of the yeah, it was it was fun. There was a lady there's a girl that did uh she did a Halloween themed thing and it had like the moon and bats and she free I think she freehanded the whole thing. So that was because she was looking I think she was looking for a stencil but couldn't find anything. Hmm. So that's what she went with. So they had like stencils and pictures basically that you could they choose had stencils from. Stencils and actually some that were done up sitting on the table that you could Hmm. That, you, that would give you ideas. Sure. So, yeah, it was, um, yeah, there was there was plenty to choose from. Yeah, there was, like, some of the ladies are, like, shading all these colors, and I'm like, I don't know how this works. Yeah. And they kept telling me, like, well, don't be afraid. Just try it. Just try it. You can always paint over it. And I'm like, but I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I literally have no idea what I'm doing. So, but it you, was fun. You're not Bob Ross. I am not Bob Ross, no. but someone did ch- tell me to channel Bob Ross. So I tried to make a happy little stem, and that was on my first one, the this, this solo on the on the left-hand side, uh-huh. and I think it turned out really nice. I think it looks pretty good. That's where I channeled yeah. Bob Ross. Bob Ross, he knows what he's doing. When I got to the end, which was the other, like, the far right-hand side, because I decided to start on the left because I'm right-handed. I thought that would be a good idea. That makes sense. And as I was doing the first one, I'm like, that was brilliant to start that way. Otherwise, I would have ended up with paint all over me. Yeah. But, yeah, it was... It was fun. I will definitely not do something with that many lines and that much, like, fine, detailed work. But is that going to be any more difficult than some of these other ones? I think it's just difficult in a different way. Well, no, I will definitely do, like, something like one of the, like, something with just, like, a something a little bit more simple mm. next time than that detail, that fine detailed work. Cause it's really hard. Cause like, I mean, what I did, it's really hard to get nice thin lines, Is especially it? when you're painting on like bumpy wood. Yeah. So, yeah. So I had to add water to the, so first the, the, the paint was too thick. So then I had to wait for it to dry. I had to dry it and then I had to paint over it again with some more green. And then I had to blow dry it again. And then I had to try and do it again and see if the water, see if the paint was the right consistency with a little bit of water. And then there it was too go. watery. And then it was running in between in the grains of the wood. So then, yeah. So, 
But oh, then, boy. and then before I got to the end, then it got kind of the the paint got kind of thick again. So then I had to add some more water and oh, it was yeah. The the struggles of an artiste. Right. Uh, it was uh, it was fun though. Good. Yeah, it was interesting seeing what everybody else was working on and yeah. So they have there's uh. They do home parties and group events. Um, they do um, some some uh, workshops at one of the coffee shops here in town. And then there is another paint night. It's a fall theme. Well, apparently you can do whatever you want because it's summer and somebody was doing fall stuff, doing Halloween stuff. So well, you I mean, can do whatever you want. Yeah, it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of rules in this group. No, but you know what's interesting? So, yeah, there's another one uh, Friday, October 20th at the Horicon Marsh. And it's $35 and it's 6 to 9. Oh, I thought we were pushing past our time. We were supposed to leave last night. So we left at like 8.30. I thought we were like half an hour past and I was feeling bad. But two hours to try and get that done is not a lot of time. You know, I, I would when imagine you have to sand if you're at the end of your time, they're going to kick you out. They know what they're doing. Yeah. So, yeah, they... um. It was interesting. She was saying, like, looking at all of ours, we are, I mean, we're all, we all know each other and our friends and, but it was interesting because we all had a lot of like nature themed stuff. So they all kind of went together. What else would you do? You paint robots? Um, some people just did words. Someone did a kind of a patriotic one where the background had, so the background was like a solid color and then they had some like subtle stars and then they were, um, just doing a bunch of words on there. So you can do words, you can do whatever you want. Could I do robots? You could do a robot if you wanted. That's what I would do. You want to go to the next paint night and paint a robot? I don't want to do that. I'll paint robots here. I'll put one in the garage or something. They have all of the paint there though. I'm sure. That's what was kind of fun is like, it's not like when you go and you like pick out your paint colors and then you get home and you're like, well, crap, I don't have the right color. They, if they didn't have the right color, it didn't exist. It didn't exist. If you couldn't mix it with what they had. Do they have that new black? What new black? The, 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 the black, black color that makes things look like they're just basically not there, like black hole black. Have you seen that? Is it a paint color? Yeah, it's paint. It was just invented like, I don't know, a couple months ago. Probably not. They did uh, not look like an operation that was going to have like a brand new high tech invisible yeah, painting. I'm guessing paint. it's not cheap. Yeah. It's, so, it's, they probably, it, it, they maybe they have it, but they didn't put it out for us at, you know, 35 bucks a pop. They probably were not putting out. Yeah. Probably not. They probably have better paints it's that they use on their cool, own. Though. But yeah, it was it was fun because they had all the brushes and so you didn't have to do any to really do any of the cleanup or anything. Yeah. So if once you figured a, out what was going on, if somebody gets a Groupon for something similar to this, would you recommend that they do it? Well, I've had two experiences. So uh-huh. this one was definitely this one was more fun because you could pick what you want, but it was also difficult because you can pick whatever you want right and they weren't there like i mean it was a group of it was a group of 30 30 yeah it was a group of 30 well like eight people in that picture that was just our group holy cow and our group would have been more than enough for the people that were there wow yeah there were like there were 30 people there wow so that's what i'm saying is that yeah there was there was a huge variety of stuff well that's very cool i thought it was just your group i didn't know there was that many people out there no it was full Huh. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I liked it because it was, it was a, it was a lot. And I think doing it in a group like that was a lot of fun because all of us were able, we all, well, we got there late because we ate, we went out to natural way and ate and, uh, had some really delicious food again. Um, but then we were, we were like probably 10 minutes late. And I don't think in that 10 minutes, I don't think we missed, like, the entire explanation of everything. Well, I don't know. It doesn't take long to explain. Here's some things. Go paint. Well, and then because my friend works there, I we we came in the back door and we missed getting our name tags. So we didn't have, hi, my name is name tags. And we didn't get raffle tickets. You get raffle tickets? They had raffle tickets. So you would get, there were three people that each won one of their paintings. That were already done. So they went, people went, some people went home with two paintings. Well, you should Like have... one that was really good and then the one that they painted. Oh, man. I know. No, you... But I got to go in the back door. So that was kind of fun. So it was what like, you... like going in the back door to a concert. Because I mean, you're fancy and yeah. 
I have connections. Made to go. A, a grand entrance. Everybody, oh, here's the important people. Oh, no, we snuck in the back door. We came in the same door as everybody else to the classroom, but mm. came in the back door of the building. So, so what are you going to do with your painting? It's either it's going to, well, it's going to go somewhere here at home, I think. Okay. I don't know where to put it. I'm, I mean, I, I want to put it on the wall. Like I was thinking maybe somewhere in the living room or something, but I'm sure. afraid that the green on there with the, the yellow, yellow may mm. look a little packery. Yeah. I don't know. It's not like, like forest green and, and like the bright yellow. It's, it's a, I mean, it's I kind think of it's forest squash. Green. Is that what the wall, I think the walls are called squash and oh, the ceiling is remember. acorn. I don't remember which is which, but are, yeah. So we'll see. It really won't go in my in my studio with those blue might, panel actually. walls. Well, the trim in there is green. The doors in the closet are green. Oh, man. Did I just paint myself a picture that's really going to make that blue paneling and green trim come together? It might work. It's going to be like it's going to be like and the cons- Big Lebowski's rug. And considering it's like or Jeff your Lebowski's rug. crafty studio and you yeah. crafted the picture, that might work. We'll see. It was a lot of fun. I will definitely do it again. Yeah. It was fun in a bigger group like that. So, yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah. There were no boys there. And it wasn't a girl's Not only thing. Not even one? There wasn't even one boy there. Holy cow. You could have been the only boy. Um, Not sure that sounds too appealing. Well, when we were at Natural Way, Earl was the only boy there. Well, that I could handle going there. That would be fine. It was him and eight ladies. That I can... Eight I can crazy ma- ladies. Yeah, I could manage that. Paint night with 30 people? I'm not sure about that. Well, it was, yeah, it was 30 ladies and then three or four ladies that were working the event. And then one employee from the marsh was there, too, from the visitor center was working. So it was like like 35 ladies. Boy, oh, boy, that's a... That and it was pretty... so quiet. Really? Oh, everybody was concentrating. Oh, I suppose they're focused on their project. There were, I think, a lot of people that were there by themselves, too. So. Were they, like, they're, like, solo, not with the group? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can see that, though, because you go by yourself, but you're not really by yourself. There's Well, we hardly even talked to each there. other, too. I mean, we didn't. Well, I'm not saying you go there to be by yourself. I think if you're going even by yourself or alone, you're going, to, going there to be a part of the whole event and a part of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was awfully. I think everybody was concentrating so hard. They were channeling their their inner creativity. And yeah. Some of us were channeling deeper than others. I can do things with yarn. I can mix colors with yarn. I can do all that. I'm I'm fine. I've, I've dyed yarn. I'm fine dyeing yarn. But like painting is very different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's completely different than knitting. Or... Yeah. I did not get the drawing or uh, painting Gene from my mother. No, she's obviously, she's quite good at that. She's very good at it. But I think you, if you practice more, you could do it. Because, I mean, while well, you're using stencils, but I think you could do it. I don't know. That turned out pretty good. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with my day job. Yeah. It's probably, probably a pretty good idea. All right, so... We're going to move on. What's happening in the kitchen right now? We've got some things just kind of sitting around. They're bubbling. They're they're bubbling a little bit, it sounds like. I have been, I am experimenting with some fermentation. Yeah. We've got uh, some pickles and green beans going. Well, string beans, because we have some, there's yellow beans and green beans in mm-hmm. there. So we'll see. They're in the, um, I started reading i got it from the library it's uh the art of fermentation by don cats i think is what his name is don cats yeah i think it's don dr cats that's don king that's a different show that's that's also a different show it is maybe don king and dr cats got together and they wrote a book about fermentation um oh well the title here is so long Rollo is going to town on that dew claw, and I don't know why, because I look at those all the time, and there's nothing to cut off there, but he is just gnawing on it, and he won't let it go. But that's fine. We're going to talk about Dr. Katz. 
Um, it's uh, the, art of, the art of fermentation and in-depth exploration of essential concepts and processes from around the world. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> it is by Sandor Elix Katz. He is the winner of the 2013 James Beard Foundation Book Award for Reference and Scholarship and a New York Times bestseller. The Art of Fermentation is the most comprehensive guide to do-it-yourself home fermentation ever published. Man, ever. that's a claim. So yeah, it's um, it's 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 very interesting. the The foreword is uh, written by Michael Pollan, and it's um, he says you know it's just it's a practical approach to it, and um, that you know if uh. One of the one of the examples he gave, and this is what we were talking about this morning when I was on my way out, is that you know, if, and I'm I've always been like nervous about. I mean, we've we've done sauerkraut for how long? Mm-hmm. Um, I made kombucha for how many years? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. <laughs> so, um, and I've made kimchi. So we actually have kimchi in the fridge. I've made you know all sorts of stuff. I made beet wine. I mean, it's all the same stuff, but it's different. I think. Well, but it's sitting out on the counter. It's sitting and out it's on in the counter. Water and, and yeah, I'm like we're gonna die, and then it, and then it gets a little bit of like weird stuff on it. And apparently, it's it says it's yeast, and it's and, okay. and it's and it's normal. But yeah, it's sitting there and it's bubbling, so it's kind of fun. And he explains it in a little bit different way that you know you you have these you know you have these jars of things that are like alive in them, and they're you know they're making something. You have yeast going in there and good bacteria, and it's sure. really good for your for your belly and stuff. And um. Uh, Michael Pollan said, you know, it's, it's one of, he said he has a very, uh, Dr. Cat or missed, I don't think he goes, he must be the doctor. No, that was my edition. That's a TV show. No, I don't know. I remember what his actual job is because his, like, he doesn't have like, this is like his thing that he did not go to school for. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, his approach is that, you know, if you have, if you have sauerkraut that has like a big old, like hairy beard on it, well, scrape the mold off and eat the stuff underneath yeah so that's and what you do i don't know why i'm so afraid to do it because i mean people have been fermenting longer than they've been like water bath canning because or before there were refrigerators yeah. or yeah any of that kind of stuff there so, haven't been jars around forever yeah and they weren't like checking ph levels and doing mm-hmm. all that yeah. so yeah if it smells bad and tastes bad then don't eat it mm-hmm. which may just be because you don't like fermented things but and that's that's important to know as well. Yeah, you don't like kombucha, but you like sauerkraut. Uh, yeah, love so, sauerkraut. No kombucha, no. Yeah, so I I was doing some reading and it talked about putting um, grape leaves in the bottom of the jar before you put the stuff in because the grape leaves, the tannins in them, help to keep the crispness in the vegetables because that's what hmm. a lot of people complain about with with vegetables is that they get mushy. So they put grape leaves in them. That's what he says in there to in his book to put grape leaves in the bottom hmm. so i put grape leaves and a bunch of garlic my fingers still smell like garlic from peeling whole cloves um what do the grape leaves do like chemically they, they have tannins in them that help to keep huh help to preserve crisp crispness i don't know why That's, but huh interesting yeah and then um garlic and a bunch of dill um and then uh brine with uh Sea salt and water. Hmm. I don't know if I put any peppers. I don't. It's I not put super some peppers complicated. In it. It's pretty straightforward. No, and simple it's and super simple. And just let them sit for a while. Let them sit until they're until they're done fermenting. You can put them in a root cellar. I think he said if it stays below sixty degrees, they can stay in a root cellar. Um, or you can put them in the fridge, and some of them are they stay good for up to a year. So wow. But yeah, Crocs. I mean, people have been fermenting before there was refrigeration, and they would put them in yeah. in root cellars or exactly. Yeah, so. And in the winter, it stays below 60 in our basement, so... Yeah, so everybody cross your fingers for me that... Um, that we don't die. That it turns out. And that we don't die. Well, I think if it turns out, then we won't die. Oh, well, that's probably... Well, can probably just throw true. it all into that one. And that it tastes good. I guess that's important, too. Yeah, so... Yeah, even Michelle in her... Uh, in the new Ready or Not cookbook, she has a kimchi recipe in there. Cool. Which I've never been afraid to make kimchi, but it's not sitting, it's not like... It's in the refrigerator. It's different. Or the way that you've done it in the past, it's been in the refrigerator. No, you do it on the counter. You oh. leave it sit out on the counter until it's fermented and you put it in the fridge because it slows oh. down the... It stops the, the aggressive fermentation because it'll, it. it'll still ferment. Well, and I've done the preserved lemons too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We haven't died from that yet. Well, not yet, but it only takes once. 
And then you're Probably dead. won't happen. Well, I hope I not. We'll Don't kill okay. me. I think we'll be okay. So I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to taste them. And I want to do some carrots. When will it be ready? I need to read some more because I'm getting conflicting information on that. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be today. Should be in the book? No. Well, it is. But it's anywhere. It depends on if you like them half sour or fully sour. Okay. And it depends on the temperature. So, so it's like anything like, else. It's yeah. like sauerkraut. You just taste along the way. Yeah. When it's where you want it, then you're done. Yep. Exactly. So that's why I put some smaller bits of pick, bits of uh, cucumber on the top. And I can taste those. Mm-hmm. And then the, the beans, I can just pull one of those out. But yeah, we'll see. I'm excited to eat the garlic that's in there. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, fermented garlic, I'm sure, is going to be delicious. No one's going to come anywhere near us if we eat that. Ah, oh, we should eat that every day. Leave us alone. Yes, and you know what that means. That means that it's time for some Canadian Canoes. This is a follow-up, which I hate to see. A follow-up on a story we did, I don't know, probably is it that lady? six months back. So, Keen Knitter, back in court after Boots. Boots, apparently Boots is the name of a, a store chain in uh, in England somewhere. Shoplifting spree. And she looks like somebody who probably would be doing a lot of shoplifting. But a Dundee, uh, let's see, Keen Knitter Amanda McCabe spent six months making clothes for charity as an alternative alternative. <gasps> To, to prison after punching a woman in a road rage instant incident last July. So you remember this story? I believe so you goes, were all optimistic too that this was she was. Oh, was, hopefully that's this will make it better. I was really hopeful that she was a nice, honest woman. So basically, the this story as it goes is that there was a road rage incident. I don't remember exactly what spurred this or what started it, but she got upset with another driver on the road, followed her for a significant yeah. distance. To the point that it's like, okay, so this lady's following me. She's getting ready to do something. She's going to be violent or something like that. It just happened that this whole event happened to end or kind of come around the area of a yarn shop. So this lady's defense was that I was not following that woman. I was going to the yarn shop because I'm a knitter. I'm going to go buy some yarn, go buy some wool and make some stuff. So the judge says, all right, prove it. And so then Miss McCabe then spent six months knitting various articles of clothing for charity and giving things away. Well, it turns out that on Thursday, the 49-year-old walked, or wait, blah, blah, blah. so where we go here? Yeah, Thursday, the 49-year-old walked free from court again after pleading guilty to stealing cosmetics, nappies, cotton wool, and razors from the Kingsway branch of Boots. She was ordered to pay a fine of 90 pounds. And a compensation order for 55 was also made. Not sure what that is exactly, but the incidents happened between January 13th and 22nd of 2016. McCabe of Maplewood Drive pled not guilty, not guilty to a further eight charges of stealing items from the same boot store, and her pleas were accepted by the court. Her defense solicitor explained, okay, so this is where it gets, I mean, Okay, so I'm not even going to go through. I'm just going to say I wouldn't go through that. That's she's got issues. We'll say that 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 stem back to her childhood. Her mom left when she was young. Her father apparently was a good dad and everything. But her whole defense is that I, I've had a rough childhood and growing up, and I guess in to a that, single parent home. Yeah, to that I say, welcome to the club. Everybody's had issues here mm-hmm. and there. You can't. She's 49. You can't run around punching people and stealing stuff. No. You, That's you know, not okay. When you're 49, I, I, I know. I, I understand when you were eight, that was very traumatic and difficult and, and, and hard on you, and as it would be for any eight-year-old when your parents break up. But when you're in your late 40s, you know you shouldn't be stealing stuff from a store and, like, chasing people around town in your car to do whatever and then lie to a judge. So that's my opinion. Others may have other opinions. Those opinions would be wrong, but my opinion is obviously the correct one to have in this situation. Oh. So is she... Did she get... What happened? What was the... No, she's out of jail now. She was in jail for six months for stealing all this stuff. 
So, you know, the, the, I guess the, uh, the veracity of her claim in the initial case is obviously questioned, but that's done and gone. She, she knit her stuff. So apparently she can knit. So she wasn't lying about that. I think she just got lucky that, that she happened to end up outside that, that yarn shop and use that as her defense and as her claim. Uh, whether it was what actually happened or not, probably not, but. That's not a great picture of her either. No, it's not. I they think they probably weren't looking for a great. They probably weren't no, looking for the most awesome like that, picture that put her in the best light. No, it's not a glamour shot. It's not. You know, that's exactly what they're looking for. She looks like somebody who's walking out of a jail after having been there for six months. And although you know, it looks like she dyes her hair. She must have dyed her hair recently because there's no roots showing there. Oh. I'm getting catty. I, I've seen Orange is the New Black. That you can get your hair dyed in prison. Can you? Yeah. Well, there you go. I, Apparently, even in uh, England prison. Next story, the lady looks oh, much she nicer. she looks very nice. Yeah, she's, she looks way nicer than the other lady. So Loch Ness Festival attracts world's fastest knitter. So this year, uh, where are we going here? Uh, in 2004, so I'm going to back up. This year's festival is shaping up to be a big hit with over 30 workshops and presentations, numerous demonstrations, a crafting village, marketplace, gala dinner, and fashion show. Uh, these will take place at Inverness Ice Center yeah. and various venues around the city center. One of those knitters featuring prominently prominently at the festival is Shetland-born Hazel Tyndall, the world's fastest knitter. In two th- 2004, Hazel knitted a whopping 255 stitches in three minutes, fending off tough competition from competitors around or from the USA and the rest of UK. She successfully defended this title in 2008, knitting 262 stitches in three minutes ahead of the Guinness World Record holder. So she specializes in Fair Isle, which uh, sounds probably about right, and she'll host three Fair Isle workshops over the weekend of Loch Ness Knit Fest, as well as a presentation on knitting in Shetland in the 1960s. So 262 stitches in three minutes, Elisa. You think you could manage that? I don't know. We'll have to time me. I think we should try it. See what happens. We can maybe put that up on YouTube or something for the world to see. Let's time me first Ready, and see where I come in. Go. Right you're, now. You're not knitting. No, I'm not. I, I said go and snap my I'm fingers. I'm not knitting. You're telling me to knit, but I don't usually. Ready, go. I'm holding Rollo's face because he, he was trying to chew on my painting. Oh, he, was he? He licked it first and then he started trying to chew on it. So. Yeah, it, might, it makes it look distressed. It makes it look uh, worn and antique He's trying to help. As he always does. And there he goes. Of course, when you put something right at kind of face height there, it's what you get to expect. See? <laughs> He's licking it. Weirdo. <laughs> I was waiting for him to lick it because that's how he sees things. <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. I wish we could show people that, but then we'd also see the rest of this disaster of a room. I mean, it's just barn wood, right? It's barnwood. Oh yeah, it's barnwood that has like all sorts of weird stuff on it, and probably smells like mommy too. So oh, I don't think it smells like anything. It smells like wood right now. You even had it that paint long. And outdoors and barns. Yeah, and, yeah. So, so what? Well, yeah, we'll we'll time me. Two hundred sixty-two stitches. I wonder why they do it over three minutes. Is it? I suppose it's just kind of a overtime thing then. So you're not just doing like a minute. It's it's more of an extended longer can you maintain this pace for a longer period of time than 30 seconds or a minute i don't know i don't know why it's three minutes i'm just saying what is your opinion on the subject elisa that's my opinion okay i think i mean i think it's like well you know yeah it's probably a little bit like uh like a um (laughs) so of course my cousin (laughs) has timed herself <laughs> because sure. my cousin and I are very different knitters. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, somebody asked me, somebody asked me, uh, actually yesterday or today. Stop it. Somebody asked me yesterday. Again, talking to Rollo, not talking to me. She, she asked me how long it takes me to knit something. I'm like, oh, I don't know. And I don't want to know. It depends on what it is. It depends on what it is. And I don't count because I, I'm a, I don't want anything to, you know, I, it varies because, you know, if I if I mess up, then I also don't want to know, like, how much longer I'm going to have to be knitting on something. Sure. 
So yeah, I don't know that, but um, yeah, my my cousin actually timed herself. She just commented on that. So yeah. I think that sounds fun. We're gonna have to yeah, try so that. So we'll have to see. But yeah, I think like like steady for like a minute is three minutes is a long time. So well, why don't we do this? Why don't we'll time it and then see what the minute by minute breakdown is? I can tell you can time me for three minutes and then I can tell you how many at one minute. And then two minutes and then three minutes and figure out like the total and then see what, if anything changes in those three minutes. I bet it will. Yeah. I'd be curious yeah. to know even for, for this lady, like where she was like minute one, minute two, minute three, because inevitably you're going to slow down a little bit between the beginning and the end because mm-hmm. your forearms are going to start to cramp up and your fingers are going to get all gnarly. And what is it? It's a, like the difference between like a sprint and a marathon. Yeah, exactly. This would be a heck of a sprint. So I probably should have saved this one for last because the our last story is kind of sad. Yarn bombing taken down from Harwich trees after complaint. And these there's a picture to go along with this. So as always, I will post links to all of these articles and all of these stories uh, under the the uh, audio player on the elisathearnista.com slash podcast page. And uh, so you can go see all of these articles and read through them in detail if you'd like. But here there's a nice picture of what this yarn bombing looked like beforehand. Um, it's pretty nice because a lot of times they, to me, not a lot of times, but sometimes they look kind of like Kitchy. haphazard and yeah. like unintentional and just kind of strewn about and everything. But these are, you know, knitted around the, the trunks of the trees and they look, they look really nice actually. Uh, but knitting fans are furious after an anonymous complaint led to popular public artwork being taken down. Trees in Harwich were wrapped in woolly squares as part of a colorful project for last year's Festival of the Arts. They were taken down over winter and then put back up for this year's festival. But a complaint about the knitting being left on the 13 trees of the, on the corner of George Street has led to the artwork being removed. An angry letter was then posted on a lamppost nearby, hitting out at the complaint. Um, so it said, I hope to have these knitting on the trees for an entire summer season. Unfortunately, a member of the public concerned with the welfare of the trees, which is weird, made a complaint. A resident spotted the letter and posted it on Facebook, which prompted dozens of angry replies. Uh, so like my mother, my 84 year old mother, Brenda Case knitted an entire tree there and she'll be upset to know that it's been removed as, uh, are all her family. Um, yeah, so there was a, where'd this go? So apparently there's a code, uh, of practice for the artwork known as yarn bombing gorilla knitting. Uh, knitted trees were public art for last year's festival. Where did this go? Oh, here we go. So the art had been up for three weeks and we got a complaint from a member of the public who referred us to the Woodland Trust, which has a code for, code of practice for yarn bombing. So this, this, this place apparently went so far as to, to write things into their bylaws and whatever about yarn bombing specifically, which is odd to me, but it said they should only be up for a week or two. So we took the decision to take them down because, I mean, you've got a rule in place. You kind of have to follow the rule. I get that. Um, it's hope the knitting will, will be put back up for next year's festival. And so that's the thing. It only takes one person to, you know, refer to these, these rules or these bylaws in these, whether it's a subdivision where you live in your house on some cul-de-sac somewhere or you're at this retail area and somebody complains. I don't see that it would hurt the trees, but I guess I don't no. know. I don't know if, you know, if it's, if it's wet and it's like a soggy thing around there, if it's damaging to the bark or, but I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. No, I, I can't see and that. And they're actually happening. pretty. Yeah. They look, they look really good. But you can't judge it based on, or you can't say, well, these can stay up because they're pretty when, you know, if the other people not put up some not so pretty ones. Especially if you've got rules specific to yarn bombing, like I said, you have to follow it. You got to do what the rules that you have made said. However, I think this is probably a rule that can change, especially if these are things that are going for events and uh, benefiting the public and yep. that sort of thing. But Get the public involved when they do it. Yeah. Do like a, like a marathon, like however many, how many, how many inches you knit on a thing for a yarn bomber people will give you however much or whatever yeah and i think the have article a charity. yeah mentioned that is you know getting people involved in doing it as a charity project that people will be more likely to overlook it and, and whatever tell the one person to whatever that that one person's it. issue is and just say back off and leave us alone this is cool they're no fun yeah apparently this one person is, is a stick in the mud 
I think there's more than one there's out there. No, not in this instance. In this instance, it's one person. Yeah, a lot of times it's just one. It's one person. That's sad. But again, you've got the rules in place. So you can't, you know, say, hey, I'm going to follow the rules on this situation, not the other, because then that's chaos. It's chaos, Elisa. You don't want chaos. Well, I mean, sometimes you want chaos. But in something like this, you don't want the chaos, that's for sure. So I think, Lisa, we had a good point that you want to go ahead and we should uh, hit the wrong button. Then we go ahead and bind it off. Yeah, because we have to. We're going to. We have to. We're going to go see a play. We don't have to, but we're, we're definitely gonna go going see, well, to. Well, I, I paid for the tickets, so we should go. Well, we probably should go then, yeah, since we're already paid for and everything. So, yeah, we're going to go see Into the Woods. Into the Woods. I don't know anything about the story. Apparently, or what it's the about, first half seems... is like a normal fairy tale. The second half is very weird. It's, it's and people said you can leave after the first half and be happy. I don't want to do that. The second half, you're going to be very confused. No, the the weirder the better, in my opinion. But that's why I thought you might like it. So we'll... it seems like to me, from what I can tell, it seems like there's a whole bunch of fairy tales kind of all mixed together. It seems very Tenth Kingdom to me. Yes. So we'll that's see. That's kind of what it seems like to me too. So we'll go down and, and during intermission. Do we'll you want get... to describe what the Tenth Kingdom is, Elisa, or should, or should I do oh, I that? I love the Tenth Kingdom. I know you. You do. can explain it. I, you love the 10th kingdom, but you want me to explain you can it? explain it, yeah. Okay, so basically there's this lady who works at a restaurant, and somehow I remember, oh, she finds this magic mirror thing that she runs through, and it takes her to, like, basically fairy tale land, and there, Snow White is there, and uh, the who's the, the witch from Sleeping Beauty is there, and there's goblins, and there's all these different fairy tale things, kind of like Shrek, too. Well, her, all these her fairy dad tale is creatures come together. John Larica, and he goes in there first. Oh, he goes first? I think he goes first. Yeah. And then um, Max from Gilmore Girls is in there. His name is Wolf. He's a wolf. Ed O'Neill is in there. He's the Goblin King. He is. And what's her name? Um, oh, the mom from Diane Weiss? The um the mom from uh the Lost Boys, I know our I don't know who that chat is. room audience will know who that is. Yeah. Um, who else? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's good. It's fun. Yeah, it's a it was a TV miniseries. It was like I don't know was it three or four episodes something like that. Great. But it's worth seeing. You're not going to see it on TV, but if you can pick it up on DVD from Amazon, it's probably pretty cheap at this point because I don't imagine there's a whole lot of people watching it but definitely it used to be on netflix i don't know if it is Is anymore so look for it it's a a fun watch it's something you can watch with the kids and with the family and stuff it's a it's a fun story just a lot of silliness going on yeah it's it's very good yeah so check that out trolls the trolls oh no oh yeah john larroquette is her dad and the ed o'neill is yeah the troll king and his kids are king they're i thought they were trolls no whatever but they're dumb yeah, they're not smart. They're very his kids are really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously and, a comedy. And they they uh yeah, I I love where they find the boombox in in New York and they're uh what is they took the boombox with them back to um the back to the ten the ten kingdoms and they're rowing the boat and uh playing staying alive on the boombox. Yeah, singing along. <laughs> yeah, so Look that one up if you can, because it's it's a lot of fun. It's a good one. So we're going to go see that play tonight. We'll maybe talk a little more about that uh, next week. But in the meantime, oh. if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, ideas for the show, make sure you send us an email, podcast at elisatheyarnista.com. You can uh, get in touch with us there. Um, if you would like to follow Elisa on all of her journeys and ideas and look for those pictures from the uh, the paint night, some point this week, I imagine, go to alisaliarnisa.com. Up in the upper right hand, you'll find all of the social media links there. There's Facebook and Twitter and Ravelry and Instagram and all that kind of good stuff. If you would like to watch the show live as we record it, you can do that. Go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Hey, it's a new thing I can spell. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash alisaliarnisa. And then for five bucks a month, you will get access to the live version of the show as we record it. If you're not able to watch live, that's perfectly fine. You can watch the uh, full recorded version uh, once that's available, which is pretty much exactly right immediately after the recording ends. But you can come in if you're watching live and join the chat and hang out with the the, uh, super cool, awesome people we have in there each and every week having super fun conversations. Five parts. The Patreon is five parts, Elisa? No, the Tenth Kingdom is five oh, parts. Oh, so you should explain what you're talking about. And these non-sequiturs are hard to follow, Elisa. There you go. 
Ten, five parts, five, 2000. Year 2000 is when it came out. So 2000. It's, it's, it's been around a while. 20 years old. Yeah. So, yeah. So check that out. Um, I think that's everything. I think at this point I'm going to turn the music up and then fade the music out, play the final surprise at the end. Well, now it's not going to be a surprise. Well, it's a surprise at the end. And then we're going to hang out with the people in chat for a little bit. And then we're going to go probably see a play or grab something to eat quick and then then go see a play. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us here. We'll uh, see you all next week. Take it easy. Cheers. That's like one of the things I like to do. I like to play the elbow, too, and I do parkour. That's just like a couple fun facts about me. You know what I mean? Talk to me. Tell me. I want to know you. Come on, man. I want to get inside of you, Darnell. What's your vibe? What do you What do? you do? What do you do, man? I want to know about you. Like, I want to know your thing, you know? What's up with you? Tell me. I meant sweaters. What? No way. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, come on. I knit sweaters. No, you can't. Yeah, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yeah, I do, man. I could knit the f out a big, nice sweater.